Could be the move pod. Here we go. Epi 124. Sorry about the delay, guys. Your boy was on vacay. A little golf trip in Florida. I was thinking about knocking out a pod while I was in Florida. Brought my stuff. But I was like, you know what? Relax, dude. Relax. Go fishing. And, uh, yeah, so that's what I did. I mean, I'm pretty relaxed when I do the pod, but, you know, the whole editing and stuff. I was like, yeah, it seems like a lot of work right now. I don't feel like going through the DM. So, yeah, man. Vacation was good. Played golf four times. Played pretty well, too, all in the 70s, so that's good. And uh, I had it going the first day. I had it going. I was like a couple under, and I was like, ooh, here we go. This could be a juicy round. But it's also one of those things, too, where didn't have my A game. I'm not sure if you guys have ever had that situation where you're scoring really well, but you're like, dude, I don't have my A game today. So that's what was going down. I kind of got lucky. I was like birdie in the par fives, and I was like, man, I'm – I got my like C plus game right now and I was still like under par by a pretty good amount. And the end, yeah, it just, the back nine reality hit me. And uh, yeah, it was good though. It's fun. It's hot, man. That humidity boy. Woo. I'll tell you what I wanted to run too, just to kind of like detox. You ever have one of those detox runs after just like shoving your body full of toxins, awful food and booze. And then, like, all my buddies left. I dropped them off at the airport, and I went on a run. I tried to do three miles. Oh, my gosh, dude. Whew. Almost like I was running away from my place, like, a mile and a half. I was like, okay, I'll go a mile and a half out, out, come back in, mile and a half. And I got out there. I was like, yo, this is bad. I could pass out. Like, I'm not feeling too good. That humidity, man, it gets you going. But Florida's great, man. Once you kind of get used to it. I don't really mind. Kind of keeps me loose. I feel like it's good for my joints that humidity sometimes. But uh, yeah, we got some hot days. Went to Texas uh, Roadhouse. Did that. Oh man, it was funny. Me and the boys were like, "Hey, well, what should we do for dinner? Should we go out to some cool spot?" I'm like, "Dude, let's just go to Texas Roadhouse and tear it up." And we did. Great spot. And uh, yeah, went bowling. Haven't been bowling in a while. My buddy took uh, took it down both times. Lost some money to him. And uh, yeah, man. Now we're here, baby. Now we're here. We got some moves. Got some good ones. Got uh, got me a nice little CL smoothie, Coors Light. I think I'm a Coors guy now, guys. Coors Banquet and Coors Light. So we'll see how long that lasts. I feel like I rotate. Sometimes I do the Bud Lights. I go through a phase. Miller Lights. Actually, I don't even know if I'm a Bud Light guy anymore. I'll, rot- I'll rotate between Miller Light and Coors Light. So, yeah, that's my life, man. Solid sip. Not much there. Give me uh, just a standard 6.3. Okay, so what do we got? We got some moves. This is Epi 124, I believe, right? Yeah, I think so. I saw a comment in there. I don't have the, the handle of who commented off the top of my head here, but they're like, dude, where's 124? And I'm like, fuck, man. About to, about to let it loose. So here we go. All right, so, yeah, 124. Yeah, it feels like so long ago. It was the last pot. I guess it was August 2nd, two weeks. Okay, 124. 24, best athlete to wear 24. I remember Champ Bailey wore 24. I liked him a lot. He played on the Washington football team, and then we traded him for Clinton Portis, like straight up. I did not like that trade at the time. And Clinton Portis was great. Don't get me wrong. He was good for, he was good for the boys. But, like, it's during that time frame, Champ Bailey was a fucking beast. Like, running backs are just a dime a dozen in the NFL. I'm one of those guys. 
draft a running back in the third, fifth round or whatever, and they could still be solid. Like, if you give any running back a bunch of carries, you're going to be fine. But then again, there are a couple guys where you're like, wow, it'd be fun to have a nice Derrick Henry. You know what I mean? Or even Zeke when he first came in the league. Like, he was a beast. They just have such a short shelf life. It's crazy. All right, so uh, Champ Bailey is one of my guys. Best athletes to wear 24. We'll get in the moves, guys. Don't worry. Ooh, Willie Mays. Yikes, dude. Tough look for me. Ranker, here we go. Worst website of all time. Kobe, of course. Uh, who else we got? Ken Griffey. That's right. He wore 24. For some reason, I was thinking 25 for him. Nah, it's, that's not that uh, cool of a number, 25. So you got Kobe, Griffey, Mays. I'm on Ranker right now, and they got uh, Mays at three. That's, whoo. I mean, we got Kobe and Griffey ahead of them, but that's, uh, damn, Willie Mays at three. Good for the number 24. I uh, got Ricky Henderson. Dude, if you guys are baseball nerds and stat nerds kind of like me, check out Ricky Henderson's baseball reference page. Like, I knew we had a lot of steals, but when you see him side by side for each year, it's fucking insane. It is so insane. Actually, this one YouTuber, Baseball Bits, I believe. Great. Foolish Baseball. That's what it is. He does the Baseball Bits. Highly recommended to subscribe if you guys are baseball fans. He does, like, these deep analytical dives. And it might have been him. It might have been somebody else. But they showed, like, how Ricky Henderson affected the game when he was in his prime. It was crazy. Because the guy got on base, and he would steal second, steal third. And it's just like, what can you, you couldn't do anything. Charles Woodson, Champ Bailey, here we go. Miguel Cabrera, 24, man. Good for 24. It's a good number for athletes here. Darrell Rivas, Paul George. All right, so Champ Bailey is the first one that came to mind, obviously Kobe. So, all right, cool. Now our number knowledge is better, and we're going to get into some moves. All right, guys, so, man, I got some positive energy going, too. This is going to be bad because we got uh, three chop moves, three chop moves, and then just a regular, solid, could-be-the-move situation. So without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, so, yeah, let's, uh, let's start with, let's start with the, the move that's not going to piss me off. Not the chop move. Let's just start with a good old-fashioned CBTM here. So this one is from, who we got, who we got, who we got? This one is from John, John K. John K says, been doing this move for ages. Always bring a trash bag on a trip for your dirty clothes. Separates your dirty and your clean clothes. Easy to transition to wash when you get home and keeps your leftover clean clothes clean. Dude, I love this move, man. I've been doing this one for a while as well. And um, I feel like a lot of people do this. And it's a great move. And I don't know if I've ever like articulated this to anybody that I pull this move off. You know, maybe this... So if you're out there and you don't pull this move off, highly recommend. Because I remember the first time I did it, I was like, yeah, let's go. This is great, man. And then it's also kind of easier for the pack situation because you get your dirty clothes and you kind of just like crumple them up in the bag and just like shove them into the side of your suitcase or your weekender bag, duffel bag or whatever. You don't have to fold them up all nice. It's great. So it's an easier pack job, you know, kind of uh, loosen up the suitcase, if you will. And, yeah, it's great. You just throw them in there. What you got to watch out for, though, dude, is when they all get dirty. You know, then it's like, okay. Then you got half in the bag, half not in the bag. And uh, I guess you can get two bags if you really want to. 
But I guess if that's the worst problem that could happen, you're doing okay. It's a great move, man. Now, I guess my question for John K is, does he bring in his bag from home? Because what I've been known to do, if I go to like a hotel or whatever, they'll have those like sort of bag situations like in the closet, which I don't even know what those are for. Maybe they're for what I use them for. I take my dirty clothes, boom, into my suitcase. Or maybe it's some service that, you know what I mean? There's like a plastic bag in the closet area. And, yeah, I use that bad boy. Sometimes I've been known to use the like a trash bag from a trash can at a hotel. I think I did that once or twice. But usually it's that trash bag that's in the closet. I'll snag that bad boy. Boom, dirty clothes right in there. Now, I mean, I guess... If John Kay's big time, if he's major league, you know, maybe he's bringing a back from home. I'm not sure if that's the major league version of this move, though. You know, what's the major league version? Is it getting the bag from the hotel or is it bringing your own? I think they're both solid moves. I guess it's like, hmm, you know, you look at the cost reduction on using somebody else's bag as opposed to bringing one from home. That's okay. You know, 35 cents. How much is a trash bag nowadays? You know, so I'm just curious. I'm just curious, you know, not passing any judgment on what uh, John does with this move. But I've been known to get my bags elsewhere besides bringing them from home. I like this move. It's a great move. I pulled it off many a times. Highly recommend. And I'll tell you what, though. If I have the ability to wash my clothes when I'm on vacation before I leave, I'll do it. So, for instance, where I was staying in Florida, washer-dryer situation. Before I left, washed all my clothes, dried all my clothes, packed them up. It was great. When I got back home, just threw them all in the drawers. It was good. So that's that's kind of my move that I've been known to pull. I mean, like Airbnb, whatever the situation is. If I'm able to wash them, if that option is available to me, I'll do it. I just feel like it's, uh, yeah, because it's like, you know, so like, for instance, I came home from vacation. I realized, I was like, wow, I got a lot of dirty clothes, man. Rookie move on my end. I should have done laundry so when I get home from vacation, I don't have dirty clothes lying around. You know what I mean? Because usually what I do is I'll do a deep clean of the apartment before I go on vacation, come back, apartment's clean. Forgot about the laundry situation. So I came back, and I had all my clean clothes in my suitcase, and I was like, all right, well, I'll take care of this dirty situation later. Uh, thank goodness I have clothes for the for the next couple days because I know I'm going to put off the, the laundry situation. So, yeah, just a couple of moves, and uh, I think it's solid. I, I like the move, you know, just throw it all in the plastic bag and just shove it in the suitcase. Hey, these are clean. These are dirty. It's a KG veteran move. John K. for the win. All right, sweet, John K. Thanks for sending the one over. Now things are about to get a little spicy here. You know, it's too bad, too, because I got some positive energy going today. Just had uh, some in and out. Woke up from a nap. Dude, your boy's vibing. Boy's vibing. Did a bunch of stuff this morning. Had a workout. Almost watched the Orioles get uh, a perfect game thrown on them. Got broken up in the ninth. That was awesome. Never got so excited for a 4 nothing double in my entire life. Jorge Mateo just ripped one down the third base, and I was like, thank God. Thank God, dude. Oh, that's the worst. No hitter. It's like, okay, it happens. You know, no hitters happen. I get that. But perfect games on your team, no. That would have been the first ever 
happening to the Orioles. Like, nope, don't want any of that. So it's good for the boys for fighting that one off. And uh, Jorge Mateo got rid of the shutout, too, so that was kind of cool. Just a nice little, you know, something for the pride. But tough loss, though. Tampa's got the tiebreaker now, so that's too bad. Okay, let's get into some of these chop moves. Now, I'm going to have to use the crutch of the Internet in this situation here. So this one is from Rhett C., and he says, photosynthesis chop. Okay. Now, I think this is great because I just read it. And I just thought it was really funny. <laughs> just photosynthesis chop. And I was like, yeah, it's, I can't wait to talk about this because I barely know what photosynthesis is. And uh, replied back, damn, I think you're onto something. And Rhett replies back with, think about it. Eating the same food every day is maximum chop. Used food. He did uh, food in quotations. And I said, need to do more research ASAP. So here we go. We're going to do some more research here on photosynthesis. And let's get things going here. All right. So this is like, I mean, I forgot about what photosynthesis is, to be honest with you. I mean, I have a slight understanding, the slightest. Okay. So dictionary Google says the process by which green plants and some other organisms use sunlight to synthesize foods from carbon dioxide and water. Photosynthesis in plants generally involves the green pigment chlorophyll, more like borophyll, and generates oxygen as a byproduct. Dude, that's a lot, man. That's a lot to take in. Uh, all right, so then people ask also, what is photosynthesis with short answer? Photosynthesis is the process by which plants use sunlight, water, and carbon dioxide to create oxygen and energy in the form of sugar. Dude, what? Yeah, like it's when you learn about this, like in elementary school and middle school, it doesn't really mean much to you because you're like, oh, yeah, photosynthesis. And it's like, this is going to be on the test. I have to memorize this. It's hard to really like digest. Okay. And now that I'm actually, I guess, more curious about the world and life and things. Maybe I'm smarter. Maybe my brain grew a certain way since when I was in elementary school. Like, I didn't give a fuck about anything in elementary school when it came to school. Say school one more time in that sentence. Yeah, do that. Okay, so that's fucking wild, dude. So a plant uses is taking sunlight, all right? So you're giving a plant sunlight, water, and carbon dioxide, okay? And the plant's like, yo, what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn this into oxygen and energy in the form of sugar. Bro, that is fucking insane. I don't know if that's chop, man. Rat, I don't know, man. I'm not sure if that's chop for me. I think that could be the move, dude. I think photosynthesis could be the move. That's fucking sick. I mean, like, right, I'm not bashing on you here, okay? I'm really not because I think it's creative. I think it's funny. Photosynthesis chop, I respect your opinion. But, Rhett, if I give you sunlight, water, and carbon dioxide, what the fuck are you going to do with sunlight, water, and carbon dioxide? What are you going to do? Not much. Not much. You're going to get tan. You're going to quench your thirst. And carbon dioxide, I mean, you could goddamn die, right? Carbon dioxide, you get too much of that in your system. You know, bad things happen. Strokes, I don't know. But a plant is like, yo, 
I can do this sunlight, water, carbon dioxide, and I can turn it into oxygen and energy in the form of sugar. Bro, that's fucking insane. Man, when you really... <laughs> I'm looking at this right now. It's National Geographic photosynthesis. It says grades 5 through 8, and it's blowing my mind. I mean, right? Like, it's just something I guess I slept on. I slept on photosynthesis. I'm here to say this right now. I slept on photosynthesis. And I'm sorry. I apologize to all my science teachers growing up. All of them. I apologize. Damn, dude. Right? I don't know, man. I think I might have to disagree with you on this one, dude. I think it could be the move. Man, I was excited to get kind of riled up. Well, there's still two more chop moves, but... Dude, photosynthesis is sick, bro. <laughs> what a fucking tool. Photosynthesis, bro. Dude, you know about photosynthesis? At work on Monday, I'm like, yeah, I learned something. You know about photosynthesis? I was like, yeah, everyone knows about photosynthesis. I'm like, no, but really think about this. Water, sunlight, carbon dioxide. <laughs> Oxygen, energy in the form of sugar. That's pretty crazy, man. Good for plants, dude. I mean, just grinders, right? Everyone's like, dude, carbon dioxide, oh, shit, you know? Don't want that. And plants are like, no, I got it. I got carbon dioxide. I'll take that. And you know what I'll do? I'll turn it into something that every living thing needs besides plants, right? Oxygen. You're breathing in. and I, That's oxygen, man. That's photosynthesis, bro. Gosh, big fan of photosynthesis now, man. Big fan. I mean, yeah, I'd say top 25 favorite things, favorite science things now, photosynthesis. Mendo pea plants, that's another one. I don't know, man. I didn't really pay attention to science in science at all. Not at all. But photosynthesis could be the move, dude. Could be the move. I'm sorry, Rhett. You know, but hey, I still respect the opinion. You know, I'm not bashing on. I'm not bashing on you. I respect the I respect the opinion of saying photosynthesis is chop. You know, I'd like to know more though. Right? If you got more, let me know, dude. Fire over DM. I'm all open ears, dude. Actually, let me take a look at this visual real quick. Also, I'm gonna have to get my charger in a second, because my computer is about to die. Alright, it's a process of photosynthesis. This is a nice little picture of what's going on. Sunlight. Boom. Carbon dioxide, boom, water. And then it's like, yo, sugars and oxygen. That's pretty crazy. So I guess Rhett's like, dude, you're eating the same thing every day. I guess what what choice does the plant have, though? The plant just like, can't door dash some Thai food. You know what I mean? That could be such a corny joke. <laughs> so I was learning about photosynthesis the other day, and I'm like, hey, hey plant. And I, why don't you take it easy on the sunlight, carbon dioxide, and water, huh? Get some Italian food, huh? <laughs> So stupid, dude. I might do that. That's actually fucking hilarious. To get booed off the open mic. All right, real quick. I got to go get my computer charger. Pause. All right, we're back. We're back. Laptop is charging. And let's go on to the next move. Red, appreciate you sending that move over. All right, let's get to this next one here. So this next move is from, let's see, oh, Jay Bailey in the house. He's always good for a nice move or three. 
So here we go. All right, James B. <laughs> Peas. Chop. Okay, now I'm with you on this one. Now, I thought I was with Red at first, and then after learning more, I mean, you guys just heard me lose my goddamn mind when I digested what photosynthesis is. But with peas, dude, I'm already locked in. Chop. You ever had a good pea dish? It's all the fucking same. Every pea I've ever had has tasted the exact same. Who's got the pea recipe? Who's got the good pea recipe? Nobody, because it doesn't exist. I mean, who looks up? Oh, yeah, let me look up a pea recipe. Fucking pea casserole or some bullshit. Peas suck, man. It's also like, how do you eat them with a fucking spoon, a fork? They're stupid, dude. Peas are not a good vegetable. Peas are on my plate. I'm like, God damn it. I guess the only cool thing about peas that I'll do from time to time is if they're hanging out next to some mashed potatoes, I'll mix them up, dude. I'll do a little pea, uh, pea mashed potato situation. That could be the move right there, dude. I think that's the only time in my life where I'm maybe a little pumped up about a, seeing a pea on my plate. A set of pea, a bunch of peas on my plate is if mashed potatoes are next to them. Then it's like, okay, it's not as bad. But that's just because of the mashed potatoes. That has nothing to do with the peas. The mashed potatoes does everything in that situation. It's like the fucking Jack White of white stripes. You got the mashed potatoes, Jack White, doing everything. And then you got Meg White with the peas. And you're like, all right. No disrespect to Meg White. I like Meg White. I think she's a little underrated. I think she's pretty solid behind the drums. You know, she's simple to the point. That's what makes the band so good. And then you're like, all right, you're the metronome. Jack Deere thing. I think she stayed in the pocket. She knew what she was doing. Shout out Meg White. I used to be anti-Meg White, but after watching some live performances, I was like, all right, good for Meg White. You know, it's got me tapping my toes a little bit, and it gives Jack the room to do his thing. So I'm sorry. I'm going to take that back. Meg White is not the piece in Meg White. No. That's a bad comparison. But I guess when they're next to mashed potatoes, you guys know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, peas, dude, they just suck. Like, how are you supposed to make peas good? You put cheese on peas, bacon bits. I guess you could do that, but I've never had that. No one's doing that. No one's bringing over a pea dish. Like, oh, I got this great pea recipe. No, man. What are you supposed to do with peas? You, like, throw them in a salad? No, no one throws peas in a salad. Maybe that's the thing. I don't know, dude. But I've never, like, seen a pea on my plate and, like, gotten excited at all, ever. If anything, it brings me down a touch. Maybe more than a touch. And also, it's like, I think last time I had peas, I was like, man, I haven't had peas in a minute. And I took, like, a nice little scoop of the peas. I was like, now I know why, dude. Because peas aren't good. They just got, like, fed to you as a kid. And then you get old enough, and you just never buy peas again. Bro, what's the pea market look like? You know, if peas were a stock, I'd love to just take a look, a deep dive on when peas peaked. Bro, how about my pronunciation right now? I'm so articulate, peas peaked. Whew. Not even fumbling, not yet anyways. So, yeah, dude, I'm not, I'm not a pea guy. Just because I've never had, like, a solid set of peas on my plate, ever. Ever. And I'm like, oh, that was good. 
Hey, who made the peas here? These peas are really good. Oh yeah, I saw a recipe and I just oh great call. Yeah, I might I might give this one a shot. Yeah, it's good. No. No one has ever done that. That's something that's never been said. Now, I mean, if you guys got a solid pea recipe, let me know. Cause I'll try I'll try something out. And I'll come on this goddamn podcast and I'll go, you know what? I stand corrected. Or if you give me a recipe, and you're like, yeah, it's really good. And I make it and I feel like I did a good job of making the recipe. And you're like, yeah, it's this is how it's done. And I go step by step and I do a good job because I'm a pretty decent cook. I kind of know what I'm doing. And it sucks. Then I'll just come on this podcast and I'll just tear it to shreds. I'm like, oh, yeah. Old Mitch. Old Mitch C. gave me this bullshit pea recipe. Fucking atrocious. Mitch, you never make that recipe for anybody ever again. Let's look it up right now. Let's do that. Let's look at a pea recipe. And it's just like, oh, I don't know. You open the can, and then you like, right? Like, what the fuck? All right, sorry, one second. Computer's all jacked up. Come on, computer. I'm on a good one here. There we go. All right. Pea recipe. God, what a joke. What a fucking joke. Oh, gosh, it just looks so awful. Best peas recipe? Yeah, right. Look at these rankings, too. Usually it's like, okay, here's one that's five stars and 41 votes. Creamed peas, that's probably pretty solid. I like a nice creamed pea, maybe. I don't know. I don't think I've ever had creamed peas. All right, let's look at this one. The five-star. How to get? How to cook frozen peas? Yeah, you just sludge them with a bunch of butter. That's the best you can do is just hammer it with butter. Oh, God, look at this bowl of peas. Oh, man. It's like a buffet situation. There's like a bowl of peas. Oh, that thing is getting left full, man. No one's touching that. Maybe it's a generational thing. I don't know. Maybe peas are making a comeback. Gen Alpha. Is that below Gen Z? I don't fucking know. Italian peas. Let's see what this recipe is all about. Prep five minutes. Cook 15 minutes. Fucking peas. Chopped onion, olive oil, garlic, chicken stock, pepper. Yeah, there's no way this is good. If you guys got a pea recipe out there, you let me know. I'll try it out. I'll try it out. I will. But yeah, they're chopped, dude. They really are. They suck. Peas are the worst. I mean, tomorrow, honestly, if uh, just the world just got rid of peas, uh, I think I think everyone would be okay. I think on Twitter, it wouldn't even be trending for that long. Like, oh, peas are done? Oh, that's fine. That's that's okay. Children around the world would be all pumped up. Who buys peas and makes them for themselves? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'll go to the gro- I go to the grocery store once a week. I pick out certain things that I get. You know, usually it's pretty basic. I'd never in a million years had the thought in my head, oh, I should pick up some peas. And I've done it for some stuff that maybe I haven't had in a long time, but never peas. Ugh, gross. Yeah, man, I think that's a spot on. That's an astute observation right there. James B. For the win, the peas. Yeah, fuck peas, dude. Ugh, all right. That was kind of easy, man. That that was that was an easy one, and and I mean that the best way possible because it's so chopped, it's just so spot on. Thanks, James B. Appreciate you, appreciate you. All right, guys, this next move. Oh damn, we're moving pretty quick. We're already done through three moves: two chops, one CBTM, 
And uh, all right, let's get this last one going on here. So this was a tweet. This tweet did pretty well, actually. For Could be the move, anyways. All right, so here we go. When you're unloading the dishwasher and water sits on top of the indentation of the bottom of the cup, then spills all over you and the other dry dishes chop. Dude, it's such fucking bullshit when that happens. I feel like that should be illegal. It should not be allowed to happen. It just seems like, yeah, something that should not be allowed to happen. Like, if it happens, sports, whistle blows. Hey, hey, cup, take it the fuck easy, all right? Game's over, okay? You already got washed. You got dried. You know, no petty bullshit. I feel like that's what the cup's doing. It's like, hey, fuck you, man. I wasn't ready to get washed or whatever the case is. Just, like, it sucks, dude. It's like, it's always a sneak attack, too, you know? Like, for some reason, I look at it and I see the water that I'm like, oh, that's not that much water. And then, like, I pick up the cup, and then for whatever reason, like, the cup gets sort of stuck in the dishwasher, and I try to pull it out. And the water just, like, bloop, just gets all over me. But it's not that much water, too. I think that's what makes it so infuriating. It's just, like, just enough. Just enough to, like, piss you off a little bit. You're like, oh, man, fuck. Okay. It's just like a pinprick right to the heart. It's like, oh, okay, you're going to do that? No. Okay. And uh, I got some dry dishes below, and you got them wet. So now I got to bust out the rag, and I got to fucking wipe down the wipe down the plate. Oh, now I got some lint on the plate. God damn it. And now you're like, okay, well, now I got to take this rag, and I got to dry the top. And it's bullshit because I already... That's what the dishwasher's supposed to do. Now, I'm looking at the dishwasher. I'm like, yo, step up your fucking game. And the dishwasher's like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Blame the cup. I'm like, yeah, why did the cups have that indentation? Right? Why do they do that? I don't know. I guess that's how cups are designed. They have that indentation. Yeah, whatever the case is, it pisses me off, man. Happened to me last week. And there's always, like, the worst is when there's, like, a little detergent in there, too. You know, because then it's, like, usually a little water. Like, oh, okay, that's just going to dry off. But the detergent, you're like, all right, dude. I don't want this detergent on my clothes. And also on this dry plate. You're thinking, what, should I run this under water real quick? Because maybe a little detergent got on the plate. It's just so chop, man. I got to figure this out, dude. You know, it's, like, it's really not that big of a deal. But it kind of is, though. It's just, like, the stress levels just go up, like, just enough. We're just like, oh, God damn it. Why? Why? So, yeah, man, I got to figure this out. This is society. You got to figure this out. Maybe we just, like, write letters to the cup companies. But, yo, just a little flat cup. Just a flat cup. No indentation. I guess there's some sort of science behind the indentation. I don't know. It's probably some cool, mind-blowing thing like photosynthesis. We're like, what? That's cool. No, I get it. Indentations are sweet. All right, dishwasher, you fucking figure it out. So, yeah, I mean, how long do you think that takes to evaporate? You know what I mean? Where it's like, all right, I'm done with this bullshit. What if I just leave those clean dishes in there for, like, another day or two? That's ridiculous. I would never do that. I guess you just got to bust out a rag. But you're like, that's on you, dishwasher, right? I don't know, man. It's a lot going on. It is bullshit, though, man. 
The worst, though, dude, is I was talking about when the water gets on the plate. You're like, okay, well, that's one plate. It's not that big of a deal. But if it gets over to the silverware, then it's like a fucking mess because all the silverware is bunched up. And hits the silverware and it explodes and it kind of gets like all over the forks. And you're unloading the forks and like, ah, oh, they're all like a little wet. I gotta wash them off, dude. I mean, it takes an extra what? Let's be real. Three minutes? That adds up, man. How many times do you do the dishes? Once a week? Three minutes a week. Three minutes times 52? I mean, we're looking at what? 100. And 65 minutes, 165 minutes a year because of that fucking little crevice, the water where the, it's bullshit, man. Good for your boy in that math, huh? I was like, yeah, real quick, let me uh, do this. Three minutes over the course of a year. What did I say? <laughs> I think it's a 165. Well, let's round up. It's It's got to be right around 165. Right? I mean, that's that's two movies. That's not two movies. That's, that's nowadays. Jesus Christ. That's like a... It's like a movie. Right? Yeah, because that's... Uh, that's like a two and a half hour movie. All right. I, I Like, I'm getting ahead of myself here with the math. I thought I was buzzing for a hot second. I'm like, wait a second. What's... Uh, what's 156 divided by... Two and a half hour movie. A little under. So, yeah, man, I think it's chop. We got to figure it out. It's a society. We got to get together. And, yeah. I think the move to com- combat this is you just got to bring the towel in. You got to bring the towel in. You got to dry it off. I'm okay with that. I can do that. I know I just kind of shit on the situation. It takes me an extra three minutes, but I think I can do that. You know, make the best of the situation. Put some tunes on, right? It does feel good, though, when you get all the dishes taken care of. Just everything. Cleaning. Dude, cleaning is therapeutical as fuck, man. Ever since I, like, started living alone, I uh, not really, no. When I think, like, age 25 or 26, I started cleaning a lot more. Oh, it's great, dude. I haven't cleaned stuff oh, all day. In college, I was a goddamn mess. You don't even realize it. Like, oh, dude, if you're clean, like, it's it's cool, man. Make cleaning cool again. So, yeah, man, that's about all I got. We can do another quick move, though. Ah, I think I'm good. I'm running out of air in this goddamn studio. Hot as hell, dude. Hot as hell out here on the West Coast. So, all right, cool, guys. Well, that's all I got. Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Drop some moves. We'll talk about them. Appreciate you guys sending them in. If you guys want some koozies, head to moovecom slash koozies. Uh, I'm trying to get some other stuff, too. Long sleeve T-shirt. Also, I'm thinking about doing, I don't know, some new koozie thing. I don't know. Koozie's just easy, and I love them, and it's easy to ship out and stuff. But maybe I'll do some other things as well. So, yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Later.